0: to the Entertainment Hotline, a chatter podcast.
1: Listen let's dial
2: in to chat with Anita Annabelle. Chatter.com.au and Media Week's Head of Entertainment. Dial 1 for movie stars. Dial 2 for streaming stars. Dial 3 for TV stars. Dial 4 for music stars. Or press 0 to speak with the star of the show herself, Anita.
3: Hello and welcome to another episode of the Entertainment Hotline. I am your host and Head of Entertainment at Media Week and Chatter, Anita Annabelle. In today's episode, I spoke to Abby Chatfield, the host of the binge original series, F-Boy Island as well as the three leading ladies looking for love. Premiering on May 29, the 10-episode reality show follows three Australian women, Molly O'Halloran, Sophie Blackley and Ziara Ray, as they navigate the dating pool to uncover who are the self-proclaimed nice guys and who are the self-proclaimed F-boys. During the chat, Abby revealed why F-Boy Island flips the script on women in dating, and the ladies shared what their parents really thought of them going on the the show. Binge original series F-Boy Island premieres on May 29 only on Binge. Here's Abby Chatfield and the F Boy Island leading ladies, Molly, Sophie and Ziara.
0: Hey it's Abby Chatfield here from Binge's F-Boy Island.
3: Hello!
1: Hello, hello, hello. How are you going? I'm so good, how are you? Yeah, great, babe.
0: Joyous all round. Joyous all round? That <laughs> sounds amazing. Have you been doing a ton of press? Yeah, a fair bit. Not not as much as I have done in the past. I've done some really good interviews. So it's been a really, it's been a good day, actually.
1: Oh, I'm so glad. Well, let's talk about F-Boy Island, which I just yeah. want to call Fuss boy Island all the time.
0: I oh, but um, <laughs> not.
1: It's so hard to not, right? Mm-hmm. It looks like a whole lot of fun. I'm actually mm. kind of really keen for it. So those listening who don't know much about it,
0: can you pitch
1: it to us in like a couple of sentences?
0: Yeah. Well, all right. So here's the thing. It, it had 24 men go on to F-Boy Island. Half of them are self-proclaimed nice guys who were there for love. The other half are self-proclaimed F-Boys who were there for money. So um there are three leading women, Sophie, Ciara and Molly, and they end up choosing one guy at the end. If they choose a nice guy, they split a cash prize, all happy, we're joyous. If they win, if they choose an F-boy, sorry, then they end up giving the power to the F-boy and the F-boy can choose if they want to split the money or if they want to run away with the cash and take the entire prize pool for themselves. Wow. And you really said, have that nailed, don't you? Oh my God. i doing, doing the intros and the ads and everything. I'm like, 24 men descending onto this very island. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's, um, it's, it's a, it's a really fun premise. I mean, it's really interesting. It really puts the guys in the back foot because they're, they're kind of under suspicion the entire time. And, and any small thing they do wrong, they have to explain it and they have to, uh, yeah, kind of find some redemption somehow and, Uh, showed them that they aren't an F-boy as effective. It's really great. I love a redemption arc, even though
1: it's hard to decipher between. Actually, I have a question. I was going to ask you later on, but now I'm like dying to know now. Mm. The boys who are not F-boys, are they really not F-boys though? Because talk to me.
0: Well, I guess in the in the world of the show, um, they are not F boys as long as they aren't there for the money. But we can't tell, you know. Perhaps the motivations were to um come on the show for other F boyish reasons, that don't involve money. But I feel like, um, experiencing the guys on the show, um, yeah, I think everyone has different facets of personality. Let's say that <laughs> you can't be an entirely a nice guy or entirely an F boy. I don't believe. I think everyone's kind of somewhere in the middle. That was so diplomatic, and I
1: would like to applaud you. Um, that was the most diplomatic answer I've ever heard, and I loved it more than anything. I mean, f boy is such an overused term, in my personal opinion. Yeah. For you, show aside, what is your personal definition of f boy, and
0: have you ever had an experience with that? I feel like all I date is f boys. So yes. Yeah. Um, that is my type which is super hot and iconic for from me Um, but I I think that the the definition would be someone who can like mess you around and lie to you and string you along I think the stringing along is the most painful part like I can be rejected I'm fine to be rejected but when someone is pretending they like you and doing all these things that you think should mean that they want to be with you or that you're the only one that they're really interested in and then you kind of get the um, rug pulled from underneath you then it's then it's an f-boy move to kind of have um, not cl- unclear intentions, I think, you know. Totally. And we've all had them. We've yeah. all had them.
1: You know, I'm, I'm a fair bit older than you and I've had my fair share. So I can completely understand that.
0: Expand generations, babe. They're never ending.
1: Right? Mm. I swear it's like this generation coming in, like, you know, 18 to like 30. uh, they don't really grow out of it,
0: actually. No. They really, I think, I think in my experience as I've gotten a bit older, I realized that if they aren't changed by the time they're like 25, they're not going to be changed at 30 or 35 or 40. (laughs) So, um, you know, you just got to, you just got to hope for the best, I guess. I don't know. They're stressful. Hope and pray. Cross your fingers. Uh uh huh. Uh huh. (laughs) I have a a very
1: curious question and please Uh feel free not to name any names, but did anyone
0: hit on you? On the set, uh, like fully hit on me. Um, but there were for few wolf whistle moments. Um, what? That were a bit much. Yeah, but you know, I just went shut up. Like, I it's these men are in this environment where they get called out for things. It's quite amazing, really. Even on set, um, there is this environment set up where they are, like I said, they are completely under scrutiny all the time. So it's really easy for them to pull back into their place. They're used to being on a pedestal and being so high up on the. On the on the pyramid of that is the patriarchy, you know the structures. That when they're in this environment, if I say shut up, they do. It's absolutely wild. So when they were wolfish on me, I wasn't. There wasn't like a shying away from it. It was just us going, oh, be quiet, dude. How embarrassing. So um, I think yeah. the boys. I hope the boys learned a thing or two, to be honest. That is actually wild to me that people still wolf whistle at people. I know. I think they thought it was funny. It was like being at a private school, a private boys school, uh, you know, class. It was a PE class. It was wild sometimes. I love that.
1: That is a really great explanation of that. Yeah. In terms of like kind of having that experience previously with with F Boys in your past, did that help you with hosting the show? Did that help you put
0: people into place? How much was that you? How much was that fed to you? Oh, yeah. I mean, I think, I mean, all of the, um, all of the interactions with contestants are, are me. I mean, obviously there are some scripted things like, here's what the, here's what the game is today. You know, I have to get that <laughs> right. Um, but all of the one on one interactions, talking and eliminations to the, to the guys, it's, um, yeah, it's all me. I think that it helped in that, um uh, I was, I'm able to, I've been able to find the language to call people out and also maybe I have the, the, the courage that some people don't have when you have those lot goggles on, you know, like to call out the guys. Mm-hmm. That actually isn't okay when the girls are in their, in their like dreamy state. But to be honest, that didn't happen very often. They were very on it. But um, I think that also maybe it was a bit cathartic for me being able to, uh yeah, tell, tell the guys off the things that I may have experienced or things that are adjacent to what I've experienced. And maybe they felt my wrath because I've projected a little bit. You know, but that's okay. It's the fun of being a host.
1: Totally. I mean, one thing I do adore about you is your honesty and your brutal honesty and your courage to do that in such a public sphere. I think it's really great for, you know, the younger generation in particular to have someone to
0: look up to for that. Oh, thank you. That's lovely. Of course, of course.
1: And were there any experiences like that you particularly like, like you said, you used it as an opportunity to go, you know what, that behavior is unacceptable. I'm going to, besides the wolf whistling I'm going to use that and I'm going to rip these guys to shreds.
0: I mean, the funny thing is I actually didn't get to see much of the interaction. I've known the best behavior with me. I've seen episode one and there's a pretty pivotal moment that one of the boys speaks really, really poorly about one of the women. And I didn't really, under, on set, you know, we're, we're filming, we're just focusing on our next scene. I'd heard that he'd spoken poorly about one of the girls and I thought that it was just like a, a something gross but not, nothing as extreme as it was. So um I didn't really get to see I guess the worth of the guys because they were kind of, you know, in the classroom waiting for the teacher to get mad at them when they were around me, but with each other they really showed their true selves. So there wasn't much that I could acquire on the spot until um we have a little uh kind of like a tell all at the end and I and I got to really go in there. But um yeah, um it's the girls, honestly, the women did a really, really, really good job at calling the guys out themselves. I didn't have to do much. I would have I had the same thoughts of them and I kind of spoke to them before and after eliminations. But, um yeah, they, they just are really, really great casting with these three women. They've done such a good job by themselves. So I wasn't needed that much until the end.
1: I am so loving the fact that this kind of
0: gives women back their power. Mm. It, just, mm. it does. It, it just, like, flips the script on on how we normally date. You know, we're, we're usually told to be so small and, or, and gaslight and to get gassed or gaslight ourselves into thinking that the problems that we have with men or in relationships, that you're being crazy if you bring it up or you're being you're being too much or, you know, you're taking things too personally. But in this show, everything is super analysed and I think it's quite um, invigorating and it's quite um, validating for these women and for me watching and I hopefully for those watching at home as well to see that it, it isn't, you aren't crazy for, for pointing out things that you think um, aren't how you should be treated. And and I think it's been such a great experience and it has, yeah, I, I mean, it was great to watch and hopefully you guys get the same thing that I got out of it.
1: I love that. Mm. I love, I love, love, love that. Is there anybody that we are going to love? Is there anybody we're going to love to hate? Is there anybody we're going to hate?
0: Okay. I'm, and I don't want to use the word hate. I think, you know, like I said, there are positive and, and negative in everyone, but. I think that people will um will find different guys that, that that they like a lot. I mean, um I think one of the main characters, Nick. Um mm-hmm. we call him on set cuddle bear. He's like the the nicest man ever. Um, he's lovely. Um, I think Look, I'm not sure how the edit's going to go for some of them, uh, but we'll have to wait and see, Dal. I'm not going to project my my thoughts until the end of the series. You'll hear about it as as we go along.
1: Controversial, controversial. Uh-huh. Some of them are controversial, is what
0: you're
1: you're, you're, yeah. you're obviously getting at.
0: Controversial. Yes. yes, controversial is a great word. Yes, they're controversial, <laughs> but um, they are truly themselves.
1: I want to know, this is your first solo hosting gig and you're the busiest woman in media, like hands down, busiest woman in media. Thoughts, feelings when this show was pitched to you? I know that you wanted it so, so bad, Mm. but what are your thoughts and feelings on when
0: this was pitched to you? Oh, I was just so excited. I mean, I got I got the Dropbox for the American first two seasons, and I watched I think the two seasons in like five days or something. Like I I was set up till four o'clock in the morning watching it. I loved it. I would go on the socials. I would look at Twitter. I was like so enamored by it, and I just thought that it was the. It's still a fun silly reality show, you know. It isn't. It isn't super. It's actually you know quite comedic, but it isn't like um some sort of you know. A purely lesson learning feminist piece of art. It is still a reality show that is drama and it's funny and it's sad and, and there's every emotion. So I was just so thrilled to be part of a reality show that has those kind of fundamental, um, cornerstones, but also has that kind of flip of the script as well. So I, um, yeah, I, I really wanted to host it and I'm so grateful that I got to. It was amazing.
1: Well, congratulations. It's so exciting. Mm-hmm. I do have one really quick question.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Do you still have your Media Week award? I do next
0: to my actor and my jungle crown. Yes. <laughs> yep. Yep. I've got my actor and then I've got my juggle crown and then right in the end, I've got my gorgeous film. My first award ever, of course I have it. Oh,
1: we were so tough it.
0: to give it to you. I mean, I wasn't there at the time. I, did,
1: I was in the room, but I wasn't working for Media Week at the time, but we were yes. so tough to give it to you. We still are. Oh. Uh, Congratulations. Oh, I cannot wait to watch this show. You're an absolute dream, and it is so amazing to see your career soar, specifically because I, I met you the day after you were off yeah. Bachelor. So it's wonderful to see. Crazy.
0: Thank you so much, None Anita. No worries.
4: Hey, guys. It's Sophie, Ziara,
5: and Molly, and we are from FBoy Island streaming on Bid.
2: Guys, I'm so excited to chat to you.
5: We're excited. To-
2: <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> the delay that that wasn't, I thought that was our internet just then, but no, it was the girls. They, they, there was a shock delay, but that's okay. <laughs> um, oh my gosh. Okay. So last night um, at the time of recording, we had the launch of FBoy Island. Oh my God. How was it to be at your first launch for a show that you are starring in?
6: It was crazy. I feel like sometimes I was like, kind of like, oh, excuse me. And I'm like, oh, this thing is for us. Like, it's so, it was surreal. Yeah, very I mean, surreal. surreal.
4: It's honestly, honestly becoming true. Like I would go to sleep at night and be like, that didn't actually happen because yeah. we'd come yeah. off the island and be like, we got to talk about it. So it's great to be able to talk about our experience now.
2: And you all looked phenomenal. You looked like you. the perfect reality star celebrities. It was amazing. It was so, so cool. I can't wait to see how this, like, blossoms your careers. But one by one, and we'll start with Sophie, our resident New Zealander slash Australian. There she is. She's saying present. Um, One by one, tell me about your overall ex- experience. Give me the cliff notes. Oh my gosh. Okay. So I um, am all about, you know, woman in power and my
4: favorite part about the show. And honestly, the reason why I went on was obviously the two girls, um, alongside me and also working with Abby. I definitely could not have done that alone. (laughs) Like I would be traumatized. I think, um, uh, that's, you know, something that I've come out with that has been something that I'll, I'll really hold forever. Um, something I'm really grateful for. Um, my experience was, Um, A roller coaster. I'm going to say. It was really emotional for me, uh, especially, um, you know, when you come onto the island and you're hit with everything all at once. There's everything all around you. If you haven't been on reality TV, like, you know, neither of us, we haven't either, but um, you get there and it's very daunting. So um, you, you learn to form relationships really fast and just go along with it and, you know, deal with what you're given really. So I had an amazing experience.
2: Isn't it wild how fast the relationships are born? Like, do you not like watch these shows and be like, oh, my God, as if they're going to like have these relationships and then all of a sudden you're in that situation and these relationships are formed so quickly with each other no and phone. also.
6: the No phones. We had nothing. Like, we, you know, just, all we were right. like, on was the voice. voice. <laughs> yeah. And the feelings are so heightened and the emotions are so real and you're so invested because there's no outside,
4: you know, parties trying to. I think what's really important for us as well is that we got there a few days earlier. We didn't meet the boys for a while. And I think that, you know, that was a very good decision by the directors because we really gelled and bonded. Like we were sitting out on the sofa yeah. for like five hours one day just talking. So you don't normally get to do that in, as an adult, you know, with new people.
2: And without your phones, without scrolling yeah. Instagram yeah. or yeah. showing something on Instagram. I know it's crazy. And Ziara, what about you, darling? Like how was this overall experience for you?
6: Um, overall, because of my job, I've done, um, quite a bit of TV and modeling. So I'm used to being around the cameras, but this was like next level. I did not expect it to be so hectic, but then as well, sometimes we would just forget the cameras were there and we were completely ourselves. All I wanted to do was come across myself. Um, I didn't want to pretend to be anybody that I'm not. So, yep, I'm ugly laughing. Like I'm just <laughs>
1: completely,
6: I think it was a snort once. Like We just <laughs> completely ourselves and I just, I had so much fun. And again, like soap said, the girls just made it fantastic i'm a fan of abby so she made it great as well she's so funny so witty this one's witty too (laughs) so many laughs and yeah it was really positive overall
2: well let's talk to witty molly
5: so
3: (laughs) (laughs) what
2: about your experience
5: I mean, it is so different to my normal working in a hospital and then coming on to a a TV show. These girls on on the first day, we were doing these shoots, and they stepped in there. And they had all the poses, and I was like, "Oh my god, these women are fantastic!" What am I doing here? We all worked, um, <laughs> but they definitely, you know, put me under their wings, showed me the ropes. I'm like- um, but it was just such a, a whirlwind. I cannot tell you how many twists and turns and tears and raw emotions and mistakes, but then like amazing highs there were. Like just the most incredible time ever filming. Loved being in the driver's seat. Loved being, you know, a yeah. woman in charge and, you know, telling those F boys where to go. Um, it, it was just like the most amazing time.
2: I was going to ask about this later, but I'm going to say it now because you've just brought it out. But on FBoy Island, like you have these FBoys that you're, you are empowered to flip the switch on dating and go actually we're in the control right now because I don't know about you guys, but dating in 2023 is a goddamn minefield and it's awful and men just can suck. So how is it like to be in that driver's seat and feeling empowered?
6: Um, yeah, I think being in the driver's seat was great because we kind of just had a fresh perce- perspective. Like, we're like, we don't know who's who. So we're going to like test them all and like test each other's and it's, test each other. Yeah. yeah big we ones. had, we had some strategies. Um, like see, yeah, right, go. Yeah. <laughs> go see what he said. Yeah. <laughs> we're like forming little friendships, like little allies. Like it was, it was literally like an art. Like we'd literally go out there, like we're going to war. we <laughs> yeah. It was um yeah. We're going to win. and we won every time. We so, took everything so serious. Yeah, we did. <laughs> like even the things that weren't that serious, I was like, this is so serious. Of course it's serious, <laughs> but also because you're in that bubble. But also it's funny. Bubble, yeah, exactly. In the, real world, in the real world, like if a guy kind of pisses me off or gives me weird energy, I'm like, okay, bye, like look Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I'm sorry, but there you're just like
4: <gasps> like, oh my gosh, how dare you? Yeah, <laughs> so funny.
2: I what I loved about you is and what what you were saying is that like you were all turning to each other to kind of help each other through this process. It's literally like having your girlfriends on the phone, but yeah, really, yeah, literally, you were together in real life. So that is so 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 cool. Okay, so just really briefly, tell me about why you each joined this show and what you were looking for in a relationship.
4: Okay, well. Um, I take everything in life as a bit of a sign. Um, so I just got a message from, you know, a casting director and I was like, okay, uh, I didn't know the name of the show before I got on, uh, the call with Spence and Dean. And then they finally told me and I was like, how am I supposed to tell my dad that? (laughs) (laughs) Um, but we, you know, we worked through it and I, Obviously, never judge a book by its cover. So I just, lo- I felt like I really connected with Spence and Dean. That was my main thing. I felt really safe talking to them. I opened up about a lot of things in my life that I wouldn't normally talk about. And I was like, hell yeah, this is like something that I want to be a part of. So that's For those who don't know, I. Spence
5: and Dean are the executive, oh no, Dean's executive producer.
4: Yeah. They're Producers, executive. yep. I, f- I went, to- went to meet them in Sydney and they're obviously in control of, you know, um, a lot of things. so they made me feel at home with them. so that's why that's honestly why I did that. yeah, said so yes.
2: what were you looking for in a relationship?
4: um what I was looking for going on the show was obviously um I'm a big friendship person, so the uh, the other two ladies. um and in a relationship, I had been single for three years, so I wasn't sure what I wanted in a guy. I couldn't give them anything that I liked. Um, when it comes to you know body types or faces or personalities, I was like, I just like funny guys. So <laughs> <laughs> that's all I <laughs> gave. Thriller. Thriller. Just <laughs> yeah, just um, is amazing. Is and someone who deals with my career. So um, yeah, love that, I'm Ciara. What like about people. you, honey? Yeah, the female
6: like. Probably one would be Abby. My mum actually sent me Abby's flyer, um, to say like, oh, I'm hosting FYI and mum sent it to me straight away. I thought about a couple of other shows, but it just, mum's like, this seems more you. So I have a lot of support from my mum. She's literally like my Kris Jenner. She's like, this is so good for you. <laughs> and, um, yeah, I got a call back the next day and yeah, being a female leads and just having, um, all the power and like kind of having a control, um, of the edit as well. Like reality TV, I guess a lot of people worry about the edits and um, how they'll be perceived. But yeah, I, we just come across so strong and united because we are. And that was why I wanted to be a part of it. It just sounded fantastic.
2: I love. And what were you looking for in a relationship? By the way, uh, the girls did say this uh, in, the, in the launch last night. They're all like, we found love with each other, which I, which I love. I mean, it was, you know, it's that, was, true. that was the way that it, you know, it sounded to me. Um, but, but you were on there for love. So what about in terms of relationships? What were you looking for?
6: I was looking for a guy that was like, Kind of looks like an F boy, but was a nice guy. Like you know, like the reverse. Like I just wanted. Oh babe, I want that, don't like, we all? Smooth, yeah, I want that smooth, like confidence. Um, but I want them to like be cute and nice and sentimental. I did want to leave the island with a boyfriend. Um, I'm a relationship girly. I'm like a serial dater. I've like been single. I I know I'm only really 21, but I've only really been single for like nine months, and I'm like, okay, I, yeah.
2: 21. Oh god, 21. Okay, Molly, go. <laughs>
5: Uh, so I had my heart absolutely torn to shreds, uh, by my fiance. Um, so yeah, I was a bit of a mess and I kind of was questioning monogamy, questioning men, questioning relationships. I was like, how am I supposed to put myself back out there? Like, I was so scared to let my walls down. And I was like, well, at least on this show I know half of them are nice guys. <laughs> like 50-50 odds, that's pretty good. Yeah. I'll take it. Um, So I, I wanted to kind of put myself in this environment where it's chaos, it's crazy, it's intense. Um, and you're almost forced to be a little bit vulnerable and, and, and put your walls down. Cause I was bloody scared of getting back out there and, and dating again. So wow. I was just, just, I was really hoping for a nice guy. I was like, I just, I just need a nice one. Um, and to have a lot of fun along the way. <laughs>
2: Do you know I really love the premise? I mean, I always thought that F Boy Island, I had watched like one episode of the US season, but I think when I first heard of F Boy Island, I was like, oh, it's gonna be like just weeding out the F Boys, right? But it's really their motivation is money. That's what makes them an F Boy, right? But it also it wasn't real in one there was actual red flags flying in the wind. Correct. Right. Yeah, right. Okay, so but how then did you decipher? How do you guys feel without giving anything away? How did you decipher between the F boys and the non-F boys?
5: Sometimes we did really well. Yeah, sometimes just we
6: did do so do well. Sometimes we just did absolutely shit. Like they would come out and we'd all be like, "Are you kidding me?" And like my just jaw was, was on the floor. Yeah, I was like every what? single time there was a reveal, we were like, "Are you kidding?" Sometimes me Sometimes sounds like I'm not very good at that. got yeah. one right, I'd be like, "Oh my god, thank you!" But yeah, we're <laughs> to you. and there were so many tears. The boys were so emotional, which is so good to see. I but love like, that. And someone so cries, so I cry straight away. So many tears, and we're like, "Oh my god!" Like.
4: I started crying for someone that was leaving and I'm like, You're not even my guy. (laughs) Why?
6: <laughs> so many tears. So it was so hard to know, like, who's doing what. I'm like, you're either a very good, like, paid actor or. We did a question it at some
4: point. We're like, he's not real. We're he's an, an actor. actor. <laughs>
6: that, that date went too well.
4: <laughs> literally, we were at at, up at night saying so he's, he's Literally, even kissing, I'm like, oh, no, he kissed
5: me too good, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, that
2: kiss was too good. He's got to be literally. an actor.
4: Or, or they're <laughs> being so nice. Is he
5: overcompensating or
2: is he actually a nice guy? He oh, was... the paranoia. Also, that's what it's like dating in the real world. Yeah, literally. But we had each other and it was fun. Yeah. So yeah. Trying to decipher if someone's like gonna dick you around. Yeah. Pun yeah. absolutely intended. Um can you tell what my status is in relationships? <laughs> 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 so were there any moments though? Because I know um there's a moment in episode one that I'm not allowed to know yet. So and and I'm Trying to see, but were there any particular moments that were particularly confronting? So I know that there was a lot of like fun and a lot of like trying to figure out who, but any kind of moments that you were like, wow, that is just so not on.
4: Yeah, yeah, that happened to me twice. Um, two of the guys were screaming and I did think at some point someone had to step in. Um, and then the second time I actually stepped in and I'm like in the middle of them and I'm so sort of
3: sure. And like,
4: Sophie were in the middle of all like the boys drama because they're all
6: like peacocks. Like, yeah. Know, and me and Sophie would always like be in the middle of it. So, but yeah, there was a couple of times where it was just like, "This is so overwhelming," and um, some of the yeah, I guess they're in competition, so a couple of things. But
5: for the most part, I think we we take it a lot in in jest, and you know, if they are boys, it's you know whatever. But there's some things on this show that you're just like, "Oh, that that was a step over the line." That that was it for me, and
4: some of their wording, yeah, was very uh, yeah, too gone,
2: (laughs) too far gone,
4: yeah. But you'll see. (laughs)
2: <laughs> kind of keen to watch it. I actually said to Abby the other day, I was interviewing her, and I said, um, who are we going to love and who are we going to hate or who are we going to love to hate? She's like, hate is such a strong word. Are there any ones that you guys think that we're going to love or love controversial hate? <laughs> yes, <laughs> there's going to
6: be some strong emotions. There is some characters.
4: Yeah, um, I also think that being an if boy doesn't make you a bad person, though. Um, I think it's just going to be more... Dramatized and over hate. Yeah. I don't think any of the guys on there had, you know, come on as demons. Do you know what I mean? Um, Do you
2: know that is a very, very interesting point? Because if you think about it, a lot of F boys actually quite damaged in oh, yeah. emotionally. They've had harsh upbringings. They've had. Bad relationships. They're just maybe that too much. Work.
6: In the show, um, when they were talking, you know, if they if it was revealed they were an F boy, and it was quite emotional. So I
2: think it was like therapy for
4: them as well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> one of them even said it was like honestly, no one's ever overlooked how good I look. Everyone's always liked me for what I look like um so i never thought that anyone could like me for you know my personality and things like that and i, I when i was you know looking him in the eye i i, I believed him like i was yeah. like i actually believe your reasoning behind the the way that you are
6: so it was very emotional very real yeah. and all of the men were so in touch with their feelings and um even if they were F boy, it was yeah. just like yeah there was no bad blood anywhere they're all amazing and there's definitely some characters yeah. that you guys are gonna love they're so funny
2: Oh, my God. I do love that. I do love that that is touched on because that is a really under, I think as women, and I'm obviously, I was saying it before, but like as uh, as women, we absolutely kind of underplay the fact that these men, it's like when we, you know, I always say to people, like if if someone's texting you or if you're texting someone and you're like excited to text them, then, but if you're not excited to text them, you're going to ghost them, you're going to fob them off. It's exactly the same for men. We just kind of, Put them in that dick carrot category.
5: Yeah.
2: So yeah. Well, it was my two cents. <coughs> <I> One <don't even
5: laughs> will learn a lot. Mm-hmm. There's Wait, not so. bad people. There's bad actions
2: <laughs> on there, uh,
5: but there's not bad, bad, bad people. people. <laughs> everything is held accountable by
6: us. So we're very like serious, and every- <laughs> everything gets called out. Everything gets sorted. So.
2: ziara takes everything on this show very, very seriously. And so, rightly so. so, so. Rightly so, because you were experiencing it. This is your experience. You're, this is, you're there for a reason, honey. Like you're allowed to take this seriously. You know, just because it's reality TV, it's great for us, but it's great for you as well. Was there anything, I guess, I know you guys have no regrets for being on this show, but I do, I do wonder, was there anything that happened that made you question, why am I doing this or why am I, why did I decide to do this show?
4: Yeah, my emotions were very heightened, <laughs> and I was like, "This is too much for me. I can't do this." But um, we got through it with each other. So
0: yeah, yeah,
6: no, it was good having the girls. Like, I think if I was on my own, um, or in a contestant type show, I would have really struggled. Um, I do get anxiety quite bad. Um, it was fine. Like, I kind of expected my anxiety to be pretty, but I was absolutely fine I was actually just living on the living on the high and having the girls I I
5: think there are definitely a few moments where I was like why have I done this what am I doing (laughs) um it's not it's not the you know the day-to-day life yeah
4: we were pushed into a big pool. but I think if if
5: you don't kind of push yourself you're never going to grow you're never going to learn anything about yourself um, there, there were times where I was like this is this is just too much and I, I want out but you know in the end it all kind of came together and you, you know you get in your head a little bit but
6: um you do and, and you're uh, kind yeah. of in the dark like we don't know what it's going to look like on the screen even just seeing the ad come out we are just like oh my gosh Like just seeing <laughs> it happen so, I'm yeah.
4: so excited to hear what these guys have been saying exactly, know,
6: don't know. we don't know what the guys have said we don't know the little fights that they've had like we only know what we were there for we don't yeah. even know each other what each other's dates were like no yeah.
2: so we're like Excited to watch the show. Yeah, yeah. I feel like I'm to be- you guys. <laughs> it's gonna be like an out-of-body experience. Like you're yeah, okay, there, but exactly you're not there. So,
6: oh.
2: Um, Ciara, you did say something before which um I wanted to touch on. You suffer anxiety. I mean, that's a very, very common a, a common thing to suffer from, but how does that manifest for you?
6: Um, I think it's funny because I'm quite an anxious person, but my life is so like, you know, modeling or TV or whatever, and I'm just in this kind of high-paced environment, which I feel like a lot of anxious people are. Um, but yeah, I just kind of learned to deal with it. I just, I'm I'm such a talker. I need to talk about, I would literally like sit on the end of Sophie's bed and just be like, this is what I'm, <laughs> I'm feeling right now. Sophie be like asleep. And I'm like, you know, just talking to the girls. And um, I started journaling and I think not having my phone on the island really helped my anxiety because I was like mindful. Like I would literally just like sit outside and like look into the trail. It was so beautiful. And I was just like, I'm not on my phone stressing, scrolling, um, worrying about anything. So
2: that's so interesting that your phone was such a it, it is such a big source of anxiety, probably for all three of you. Yeah,
4: definitely. Oh, that was the best thing was handing in my phone. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> just <it."> like take <laughs> it, not worrying about anything but the other.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um speaking of your living quarters. What was so was everybody? Everyone was on this island. Yeah, you yeah. guys were you all in a room together? Is that how, or did you, did you have like your own swoops? What, <laughs> what We was it were like
5: uh, leading the, the princess life? We, we got a villa and so we all had our own bedrooms, um, which was pretty lovely. Uh, whereas really? the poor boys had bunk beds and were, <laughs> no, like,
4: of, yeah, we <laughs> weren't, we weren't sharing.
5: We were As treated said, incredibly. We were, yeah. Um,
4: yeah, we had Simon, the psychologist, on board every day with us. Um, we had um, uh, house mums around us. We were treated
2: very well. Um, oh, I love that.
4: Yeah, yeah. it was amazing. <laughs>
2: <laughs> How did you utilise Simon, the psychologist? Because that's a really interesting... I'm glad that you had someone there all day, every day, because this is not easy stuff to deal with.
4: I personally thoroughly loved Simon I still do like he calls me from time to time and I'm like oh my God I miss you what's that <laughs> he's a really lovely guy um so yeah we utilized him whenever we wanted to um even if we we're you know in the middle of hair and makeup if we all of a sudden felt like anxiety or you know we're in our head too much or very emotional we were always allowed and had the authority to go I need to go see Simon so it was always very um respected I mean
2: is fabulous. And having house mums, I, working in TV, like I know working in media, I know about house mums, but for anyone who's listening who doesn't know what a house mum is, can you explain what their role is in a house on reality TV?
6: So a house mom is like your minder. So um, we got picked up from the airport by our house mom. She took our bags, took the phones and then just went get, through my bag. Went, she was like, what's yeah. went through here? the here? Make sure <laughs> we didn't have um, any contraband. Um Took all our like little medicine and like she was just literally like having a mom, um, and, yeah, making sure that we ate. Before, yeah. Like a drink, big, like, like, what Like, you we You ate
4: it up in your mouth. Yeah, literally. We need some more water. That's so
6: good. And then they'd stay up. Like, if we wanted to kind of watch a movie, they'd stay up with us. They were just like our best friends yeah. slash mums.
5: Oh, and one time Jen came in and woke, woke me up with a song. Oh. So <laughs> she was like, I know.
4: So gorgeous. We love Jen. Yeah, we do love Jen. She came last night. Yeah. Oh, was she there? Oh, what a lovely.
5: I been know. In her I introduced dog, it to yeah.
6: my mom. I introduced it to her. I'm like, this is my F-boy mom. <laughs>
2: <laughs> my F-boy mom. Actually, you, what a, I think it was you, um, Sophie, who touched on it before, but how did your parents all take you going on this show?
4: Yeah, my dad is very, is from a small town in New Zealand like I am. Um, so he didn't even know what it meant. He had to ask me what an F boy meant, and I had to awkwardly explain that to him. Um, but yeah, uh, you know, they just trust me. They trust, you know, that I'm just doing the right thing in life. Uh I don't know if they were on board as such, but I think they will be once they see the outcome. So I trust
2: myself enough to,
6: you
4: know, make these decisions. So
2: Yeah. yeah.
4: Um,
6: like I said, my mum literally sent me Mama Ja. Yeah, what's yeah, mum's
2: name? My
6: mom's name's Kira Lee. Mama Ja Kira We love Kira. Yeah, she's so on board. Um, and she just trusts me and um what's what's best for me and my career. And she was yeah, completely on board. She was excited. She just kind of said, Oh, don't go crazy like you are representing me as a mom. <laughs> I think you did a fantastic job. I think she'd be very proud. Yeah.
2: Oh wow. What about you, Molly? My
5: parents were horrified, horrified that their daughter, who has a degree and, you know, works in a Wait hospital, and has a master's, um, would want to go on a reality TV dating show. Um, but, I mean, they, they support me, they trust me, they know they've, they've raised me right with, with good morals. They are fleeing the country to Europe <laughs> before this show is released. That's funny, um, but don't like, support me from afar. <laughs> <laughs>
6: That's hilarious. And I, I'm just going to tell my mum something I'm we'll be like, okay, close your eyes, like, just keep um, 30 seconds in. Yeah,
2: just going to have to do it like that. I the think. great thing about streaming is you can literally watch it first.
6: Yeah, yes. no, I'm
4: watching it ASAP our family and parents proud yeah. um you know regardless of that, they agree with the concept we did a really good job yeah
2: oh, um, i love that that's how i feel i, yeah. I, I also yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> okay. look i know you can't give anything away to me as much as i would love it somebody just yell yes or no will we get a love story or love stories out of this Please. show
6: stories. There's love in there.
4: love. Triangles. There's a lot. Get buckling. Yeah. Get ready. Make sure you write some notes because <laughs> there's, there yeah. there's a lot of tears.
2: Oh, it's going to be like that girl on TikTok that does the whole... Every single yeah. every night. It would be, <laughs> like, it'd be like a triangle. would be like... <laughs> I'm going to get my pen and paper ready, girls. I am so thrilled to have been chatting with you. This has been an absolute ball. I can't wait to watch FBoy Island on Binge. It's going to be absolutely epic. Thanks so much for coming on to this podcast. Thanks for having
6: us. Thanks for calling
2: the Entertainment Hotline with Anita Annabelle. You can find us on Instagram at the entertainment underscore hotline pod or visit us at chatter.com.au. The Entertainment Hotline with Anita Annabelle is a proud chatter podcast.